Amy, on this podcast, we try to always offer useful takeaways. And if you learn nothing else from us, learn this useful parenting lesson by Pampers Cruisers 360. Pampers Cruisers 360 are the ultimate parent hack, the best diaper to use as soon as your baby starts standing or walking. Instead of ordinary diaper tabs, they have a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband that moves with your wild child. Pampers Cruisers 360 makes it so easy to change your baby. Who probably doesn't stop moving just because they need a diaper changed? Just slide on to apply and away they go. And fear not, parents. Pampers Cruisers 360 offers an up to 100% leak-free fit, and they just got even better with a new blowout barrier. Need we say more? For Trusted Protection Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupons, savings, and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question came from our Facebook group. A listener said, my almost 17-year-old does not want to drive. We put him through driver's ed, and it was like pulling teeth to get him to do practice. He has ADHD and is terrified of wrecking. So my question is, do we push him to at least get his license or let it go? P.S. I'll give you one guess who wants to push. This is a bunch of different issues all in one, isn't it always? So we'll unpack it together. Teens today are driving less and later and seem weirdly unmotivated to get their license. I mean, I was counting down the days until I could drive my grandmother's Toyota Tercel to play practice. But since I got my license in the 80s, 46.2% of 16-year-olds had their license. Today, it's down to 25%. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. And I see it in my own two teenagers. They're not that motivated to get their license. What's the point they're saying? You don't say where you live or how important your son's driving would be in terms of convenience or freedom for all of you, but I do think it's a good back pocket skill to have. That's how I've been presenting it to my kids. It's good to know how to do CPR. It's good to know how to use a fire extinguisher, and it's good to know how to drive, not just for emergencies, but for fun's sake. My brother-in-law had to drive himself with a burst appendix to the hospital because he was with somebody who didn't know how to drive. So there's, there's the emergency angle. And the fun angle, uh, my son is now working on a road trip with some friends for this summer, and that is very much motivating him to drive all of a sudden and get the license after two years of dragging his heels. They will very suddenly want to know how to drive for some reason you can't predict yet, and at that time, it's just good to know how. Now let's talk about ADHD in driving. Crash rates are higher for drivers with ADHD, and that is true regardless of licensing age. But it's particularly true during the first month that a teen or an older driver with ADHD has their license. I'll put the link to the study in the show notes. It is true. Teen drivers with ADHD have more moving violations. They have more drunk driving violations. They have more sort of generally risky driving sort of violations. So it's a thing. But it's important to separate it out for yourself and for your son. ADHD doesn't cause bad driving. ADHD leads to behaviors that cause the bad driving. You feel me? So that your son is concerned about this connection is actually a good thing. That he knows this about himself, that he has ADHD, that he owns that, creates an opening for you to really talk about the risks and how he can mitigate them. 
You can talk about why alcohol and driving do not mix. You can talk about if he's taking medication for his ADHD. You can talk about how medication compliance is going to be really important as he starts driving. ADHD and anxiety also have a high correlation. So when you talk about your son's anxiety about driving because he has ADHD, there's also a possibility that he is more generally anxious about the idea of driving because it is a big responsibility and that he's talking about his ADHD as a reason for his avoidance, but the avoidance is maybe more driven by the whole prospect of it being sort of scary. But giving our kids a sense of self-efficacy is not only good for them, it's actually protective for them. It actually puts them at lower risk for risky behavior. Our friend of the podcast, Jess Leahy, has a new book out called The Addiction Inoculation, and she has an article in the New York Times. I'll put a link in the show notes to this too. She explains that giving our kids the gift of self-efficacy or leading them down that path, as the case may be, will lead to increased happiness and self-confidence in those kids. And that, in turn, actually protects them from the risky behavior. So encouraging your kid to drive and leading him down that path to more independence might help with the anxiety, might lead to more happiness and self-confidence when you're on the other side, and might lead to that kid actually being protected from the risky behaviors that are a risk for every adolescent. You also say that In this case, there's one parent pushing and one parent not. That sounds familiar. Anything with a teenager is generally going to have one parent saying, why aren't they doing this already? And one parent saying, look, he's not ready. Give him time. I would say in this case, I would come down on the side of like, you don't push, you don't force, because then it just becomes something for the kid to drag their heels about. They'd love to be on the other side of their parents about something. So I wouldn't make it something to fight over, but I would keep presenting the driving as something they're going to want to do, as something they're going to want to know how to do at some point in the not distant future. And it's a step toward independence that you believe your son can take when he's ready. Just expressing that belief in your child might be enough to give them the self-confidence to give it a try. I hope that helps. Let us know how it goes. Send us your questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel 
real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not gonna wanna miss an episode. Unsticking it with Blair and Molly because sometimes life sucks. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.